If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Blog Talk Radio. Bringing you excellent entertainment from the king of DC media. Here's the Inside Acting Radio Show. Good evening, dear listeners. Tonight, my guests are indie filmmaker and actor Charmaine Tigria Carter and some of her cast members of her web series, Thick Madams, including Linda Whiting, Valerie McAllister, and Sherry Reams. Now, Thick Madams is a series about four-plus-size professional women and the men that love them. And they're dealing with personal issues and how society views them. And in fact, uh, Charmaine is having an audition. Uh, She's looking for additional actors. It's going to be this Saturday, June 16th, uh, from 2 to 4. And they're looking for uh, one of the characters is Helen, uh, ages, uh, age range, 30 to 40s, Caucasian, married, rich, philanthropist, and a bored socialite. Also, you've got Daniel um, in the 30s, early 40s, muscular or toned, bald head, carpenter, fun-loving, hardworking, and flawed. And then you've got uh, Daniel, also that same age range, 30s, 40s, muscular and toned, club owner, smooth, smart, manipulative, and secretive. The address for that uh, audition uh, this Saturday is uh, Libby Mill Library, that's uh, 2100 Libby Lake East Street, that's Henrico, Virginia, H-E-N-R-I-C-O. You can contact uh, Charmaine at uh, C. Tigria Carter at SurvivorsLionsDen.org, that's C-T-I-G-R-I-A Carter. And it's SurvivorsLionsDen.org. So I see we got this switchboard lit up tonight, folks. So I'm going to go ahead and bring everybody on the air. Good evening, ladies. Good evening. All right. All right. Thanks for coming on the show. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Charmaine, I know that uh, you are uh, a proponent of finding a spot uh, in the acting business, kind of a niche that people can carve out on their own. So talk about some of the challenges of plus-size black actresses. Well, so I started out as trying to be an actress, and um, I realized in trying to do that, there were not a whole lot of roles out there for plus-size women of color. And if they were any roles, you had like, you know, 50, 100 people trying to get that one role because, unfortunately, even though the United States plus-size women and men are predominant, there are more plus-size people out there, the roles don't really reflect that in society, and it's really just a shame. So what I decided to do was, since I couldn't find roles for myself in 
mainstream. I decided to become an indie filmmaker and make my own roles. Yeah, there you go. There you go. And why do you think the industry is like that? Why is it uh, kind of focused on people that are are thinner rather than larger? Well, and it's some kind of backwards, twisted thought frame that plus-size women are not sexy or desirable. People don't want to see them on TV. People want to see what they consider pleasingly, which is size 2, 4, and 6. And the truth of the matter is, that's a lie. I know plenty of women plus size who want to see us on TV. I know plenty of men who like to see us on TV. So it's just breaking society, well, not society, the entertainment limits on what they think the public wants. Yeah, there you go. There you go. So I'm going to delve more into uh, some of the characters and, and all the juicy stuff. So now, Linda, I'm going to go to you. So now talk about who you play in the series. Hi, can you hear me? Yes, I can. Awesome. Okay, so I play Charlotte Ray, um, and Charlotte is a corporate lawyer, which is exciting. Um, That's a role I haven't played to date. Um, She's a workaholic. She's married. She doesn't have any children. Um, she's just busy, busy, busy working all the time. And, uh, well, I don't know how much Charmaine wants me to share about my relationship. <laughs> I don't share too much. That it's, yeah, it's going to be very, very interesting. That's all I can say. <laughs> nice, nice. So, Valerie, we got to go to you. So, uh, talk about your character. Oh, well, Keisha is a boss. She is a boss. Hey. She is <laughs> the club owner. She is um, no holes barred. She kind of is also the nurturer. She she takes care of all the other women, but she also takes care of her business. Oh, okay, so she, taking care of business. She is, oh, yeah, she's plus size and full effect. Hey. <laughs> full effect, plus size and full effect. <laughs> Okay, Cherry, uh, Cherry, we got to talk about your character. Okay, hi. Um, I play Tony, and I'm a CEO of a Fortune 500 company. And unlike the other madams, I am divorced, where they are married. I was married, but I'm not anymore. And I'm a mother of two, and I have, I grew up in a dysfunctional family, and I have all of these issues that happened with my ex-husband and all, which I can't tell you all of what's going to happen, but <laughs> just a little bit of that. And um, I do have a boyfriend, though. <laughs> but oh, then there's okay. my ex-husband. I still have some feelings. You know how women do, Some a lot of women do, like, okay, just can't let go that previous one. Probably generally because when you have children with them, it's just a connection that's there. So, yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so, uh, Charmaine, you got to talk about some of the themes in the show. Well, some of the themes are very interesting. Um, we find out that um, some of the husbands are not quite as faithful as they pretend to be. 
<laughs> but is it one of those kind of double-edged swords? They're not as faithful as they pretend to be, but they truly do love their wives, which is kind of a you know oxymoron for the women who are trying to deal with those kinds of issues. Like, how can you still love me, but you're still messing with whatever? And we also have some scenes that deal with a lot of, I wanted to make sure we portray professional women who actually have real-life issues, real-life drama. We deal with some of these um, domestic violence issues that go on, um, dysfunctional families. Um, The scene in the club where the ex-husband comes walking through the door with his new chick, let's just say the friends don't particularly care too much about that. (laughs) They really don't like that. (laughs) Wow. Wow. So, uh, Linda, we got to go to you. So we got to talk uh, about the industry. So so what's been some of the challenges that you've had over the years finding good roles? Um, challenges finding good roles. Um, okay, so I just started acting about four years ago. Um, so I haven't been out here very long in comparison to some of my peers. But some of the challenges, I would say, okay, age maybe. I am, I am older, <laughs> so um, there's not a lot of roles for women my age. And I mean, to be quite honest, um, I, yeah, not a lot of roles for African American women my age. I'll just say it that way. You see a lot of roles for twenty-year-olds, thirty-year-olds. Um, and if you do get cast at my age, it's for a grandma or a a mom, which, you know, it's not bad. I just don't want to be put in a box. So, yeah, those have been some of my challenges, I think. But all in all, it's been pretty good for me. I can't complain. All right. All right. Valerie, how about you? What have been some of your challenges? So I really didn't start out to be an actress. I'm an author. I'm a radio show host, and I really, um, I was inspired by the writing, and I really feel like this is something, Charmaine has a, this this baby is, is to me, going to be birthed, and it's going to be beautiful, and so I want it to be a part of it. I'm that type of person that just kind of dives into things, and, um, you know, when I when I'm directed or guided, I have the spiritual compass, and I follow it, and so... I'm following this because I believe in it. Um, I've done some very, you know, off, off, off scale acting. My daughter and I just did a short film, a 48 hour short film. And so, um, and I've done some previous acting here and there. But now that I have taken a bite out of the acting apple, I'm kind of liking it. And I feel (laughs) like it's what I'm going to we can carve out what we want. What we want to see, if we don't see it there for us, then we carve it out and we make it because we're sick madams. That's what we do. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay, uh, Sherry, how about you? Okay. Well, sort of like what Lynn said, um, the roles, um, they're for African-American women, they're very limited in the DMV area. 
It's like you basically have to go to Atlanta or New York or be in L.A., but it's pretty limited in the DMV area. And then when you do go to audition, there's the many, a few, or a few of many, that you're going to go up against. And it's only one role. So it's like, oh, okay. wow. Yeah. So, but as far as with the good thing for me is with the age range, because I will do like 30 to 60. And they pretty much put me between the 30s and the 40s and then some 50s. Uh, and that kind of works. And like she was saying, I usually play somebody's mother. <laughs> so, but that's fine, uh, you know. But uh, other than that, any other challenges would be within myself because I'm thinking, what is it that they want me to do, you know, when I go to audition? What, I mean, what, how do they want this character to be? And instead of just going ahead and doing what I think it should be, I'm trying to do what I think they want me to do. I face that challenge, which I learned to get out of that. So I kind of like limit myself in a lot of stuff. I'm, out, uh, I'm my own worst enemy, basically. <laughs> huh. Oh, that's yeah. interesting. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Charmaine, uh, so... As a viewer looking at this this web series, and I, I guess also as as the filmmaker, I mean, what what do you want the audience to take away from uh, Thick Madams? Well, what I want the audience to take away from Thick Madams is um, a couple of things. One is that um, we, as African American women, are not stereotypes. We are not. Uh, poor little precious girl or big mama or Medea. We're all kinds of different personalities. There are some wonderful female professionals out there. Most, a lot of, especially in the state of Virginia, we got more female business owners in the state of Virginia. Georgia is another one, like same way, where there's more female African American female business owners. So I want the people to see these kind of women. They're out there, they're doing their thing, and they have loving relationships. Yes, some of them are dysfunctional, but they still have relationships. I want people to see that. I want people to see plus-size women. One of my characters is a, um, is a entertainer. She is a producer, director, and she has a wonderful model husband and actor. He is fine, and they are the most Sensual couple you going to see They can't keep their hands off themselves And that's With men who actually Think they're sexy and attractive And funny I want people to see this because We as plus size people Have the right to actually Go out and be sexy And be bold And beautiful and Professional I want, to, I want people to see that I also want them to see that we need more programs like this because we want to see more stuff like this. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So and it's uh, just Linda, like Charmaine said. It's just like yeah. Charmaine was saying as far as the plus size. That is another challenge here. Yeah, because they they are not 
really wanting that a lot. Yeah. Unless you're in mm. African American films. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting. I just saw an episode of Blackish, and they, there was a character, uh, black female, uh, large body type, and the character actually kind of made actually made light of her, you know, her size and everything, and that was that was part of the joke. I mean, it does seem like there's like a, there is a, I guess a limited uh, scope to some of those roles, and you, you just kind of brought yeah. in as kind of a punchline or brought in as, yep. it yeah. kind of fulfills a, a little part in the story, but it's not. Absolutely. And, and honestly, and I'm tired of us being made to be the joke. I mean, I love Medea and Tyler Perry. You know, hats off to him. The man is great. But Medea is making us even more of a stereotype. The crazy, overweight, fat woman with the gun, ready to go cap somebody. That That's not all us. Right. <laughs> that is so true. So true. Wow. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, and a good yeah, example from... is, um, I'm sorry, a good example is, this TV show called Dietland that's out there now that has a plus-size actress in the lead role. My whole thing is, why couldn't she be black? Hmm. Yeah, why not? Why not? Mm-hmm. And there you go. There you go. I mean, uh, you got Charmaine. I mean, you've got characters that are, you know, they're bosses. They're 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 in charge. They're they're not. You know, they're just living their life, and they're you know they have ups and downs and all all around like we all do. But they sound like uh, three dimensional characters. I mean, that that's what people want to see. Yeah, and and honestly, that's that's what I wanted them to be. I wanted them to be real live people with real live issues, so that you can people can identify with. Like I said, as many plus size women we have out here, as many entrepreneurs who are black females. Out here, you can't tell me there's no market for it. The problem is not that there's no market for it. It's the fact that the entertainment field doesn't think that we'll come out to see these kinds of programs or turn on the TV to see these kind of programs. And I'm sorry, Oprah Winfrey and Tyler Perry proved them wrong many, many times over again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's, it's sort of like a market that you're, you are um... – bringing it out to them, just like the market of when it was um, interracials or yep. same-sex, uh, what is it, uh, gay, lesbian, that uh-huh. market, somebody took the chance to bring it all out, and now it's more prominent. So now, I mean, you doing this is going to be a really good thing. Yeah, I think there there's a there's a demand for it. So, uh, uh, Charmaine, you got to talk about the the structure of the show. I mean, like how many episodes? How long is each episode? What's your plan? So, um, by the I'm doing the web series, and what we're gonna do is we're gonna do um, eight episodes. Um, they're gonna range anywhere from like ten to fifteen minutes. Um, what I'm hoping is. Once people see a couple of the shows, that we can get it out there someplace like Netflix or BET Her, someplace like that where it actually can get to a larger audience. Um, not that the you know internet won't do it, but 
I want more people to see it on TV in their homes so that people can identify with these kind of women. Young girls can see, oh, you mean I can be a business owner and have a man and be successful? Really? That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, all right. So we got to go back to um, to Linda. So looking at the script, what are some of the um, the things you saw in the script that had attracted you to the story? Um, to be honest, I haven't seen the entire script. I've only seen the first episode. But what attracted me to this story was um, my first meeting with the cast where Charmaine began to give us the backstory for each of our characters. And let me tell you, um, we were just sitting there with our mouths hanging open, like in awe, because in this first episode, you see little tidbits of what's going on, but to hear the backstory stories and what all of these women are going through, have been through, their upbringing, all that stuff, it it is so amazing. And I like Valerie. I'm like Valerie. I'm like tied to this thing. I believe in this story, the stories, um, and I believe that they need to be told. People need to see. uh, These are real-life issues, uh, domestic violence, all kinds of stuff. Uh, incest, everything, stuff that people deal with and stuff that's coming to light right now. This is a perfect time for a series like this. Um, So, yeah, what attracted me to it? Everything. Everything about it. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, the other thing I want to add is that one of the things that I'm really passionate about is that women, especially women of color, um, be able to drop their mask and really get real. And I think mm-hmm. that we are so um, covered and, and, and don't deal with a lot of our issues. And until we can deal with our issues, we don't heal. And what this is able to do is really, in, in, because we really are attracted to media, to see women going through things, being able to be real about them, but also persevering and getting through them and becoming a strong unit. The other piece of this is that Charmaine has us um, working together as a unit. It's very important, our relationships outside of the acting field, because we have to build that bond so that it is shown on the screen. And that's important for women to to develop relationships, to be able to trust one another, to be able to, you know, share and say, look, I'm hurting, I'm this and that, and hold each other up and keep it moving. Mm -hmm. That segues into, I'm going to have to pick on uh, uh, Sherry a little bit. Uh, So talk about like the rehearsal process and, you know, how you've, kind of bonded with your castmates uh, off camera? Well, we haven't actually rehearsed yet. However, social media does it. (laughs) So we have (laughs) like a group, we have a group, and I actually got introduced to this um, project by Lynn. She told me about it and said, I think, you know, there's a role that you might be interested in that you could fit. And I said, okay, I'll go and I'll go for an audition. And I actually, I rode around the block like 10 times to find a parking spot. And at one point I said, you know what, forget this. I'm not 
to keep running around. I'm going to miss the time. But something said, don't do that. Find a spot. Just park or anywhere. It's Saturday, and then you won't get towed. And went up there, and it was just, just it. It just felt like I belonged there. They were just, they just kind of like captured me in, and I did my audition. And um, I see her from what the script that I do have. It embodies everything that's real mm. about life. Mm. That they do not want to actually uh, put on TV, as she was saying, or in movies. It's just not a market, quote unquote, for it. But it's real. And her script and her story, it embodies that. And what she is actually going through personally, it's real. And there are a lot of other people out there that have gone through it but will not talk about it. So this allows people to mm. identify with it and say, oh, this this is real. That's me. That character is kind of like me. Yeah. <laughs> you know? So. Yeah. People can relate to to the character. Correct. So yes, I'm excited indeed. about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's... uh. It's an exciting project. So I'm going to move on to uh, some fun questions, and then we'll just wrap up. Uh, so hold on, hold on to your hats. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I got to – I got to – So, Linda, Linda uh, when can we see another basement session? Oh, my basement session. You know what? Um, maybe next Tuesday. What I do is when I have rehearsals with uh, the musicians that I work with, I sing with a couple of different groups, um, I might just record little snippets. I know people's attention spans are short, so people don't want to say anything five, ten minutes long. So I just do a little snippet a minute here and there of me singing um, just to let people know that I'm here. <laughs> I still I sing I still sing um along with the acting. So yeah, maybe next Tuesday you'll see something. You never All know. right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess yeah. we'll see you on Facebook. <laughs> uh huh. Absolutely. Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> she has a lovely voice. Thank yeah. you. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, I've heard it. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, Valerie, you got to talk a little bit about your book. Oh, yes, the Book Club series. So Book Club 1 is out and available on Amazon.com, and Book Club 2 will be out in the next few months. I'm doing table readings in the next couple of weeks and ready to publish Book 2. I'm excited about it. The Book Club 2, Carol's Return. Nice. Oh, fantastic. Awesome. All right, let's see, Sherry, what has been the most fun you've ever had on a set? Oh, the most fun, the most fun. Oh, my gosh, all of them are fun. (laughs) But the most (laughs) memorable is concussion with Will Smith. (laughs) Even though I was background extra, meeting him, 
that was wonderful. Being on set, that was wonderful. And um, but everything else, I mean, I love every set I've ever been on, every show I've been on, and I'm looking forward to this one because I really like this Madame, thick Madame, and mm-hmm. the Gospel Truth, the first gospel musical film in Hollywood. So yes, that's going to oh, be yes. just wonderful. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Larry Flash Jenkins, yes, right. yes indeed. Fantastic, oh. good guy. All right, okay, so I guess we're about ready to wrap up, but now, um, Charmaine, you got to uh, talk about how fans can uh, keep up with your work and um, anything else you want to put out there. So um, to keep up my work, I actually have a website um, called Survivors of the Lion's Den, um, just a little bit about me. I actually were, was a person who grew up in a dysfunctional family. I was um, raped by my cousin and my brother when I was 12. And um, But God told me that the, I survived all that because I'm supposed to be like Daniel coming out of the lines, and I'm supposed to tell all the people the good news that just because those bad things happen to you doesn't mean that it has to kill you or devour you. Amen. Yes. Amen to that. Excellent. <laughs> Excellent. Okay. Well, uh, Charmaine, Linda, Valerie, Sherry, it's been a pleasure. I really enjoyed this. A pleasure Thank you. as well. With you. Thank you. Absolutely. Hey, Mr. Powell. Yes. William, this is Linda. Yeah. Um, was there opportunity for people to call in? And ask yes. any questions? Okay. We, yep. I checked everything. I, I looked at the, the chat. Unfortunately, the chat was a little quiet tonight. I don't see anybody okay. out there right now. Um, switchboard. Um, nobody was on the switchboard. I double-checked on there. But cool. uh, some nights are kind of quiet. But uh, They're mostly probably asleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe no, they are. <laughs> yeah, maybe next time. But definitely... Have to do this again as we get closer to uh, to uh, having the the series out there. But we'll definitely uh, yeah, try to always increase that. And what's that? Yeah, the um, program will be coming out the fall of this year. Oh, that's right. That's right. There you go. In the fall. There you go, folks. Yes, you heard it here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank okay. you. Okay. Thank, Thank you so you. much. I'm this so glad fun. y'all came on. Yeah, absolutely. Have a good night. Okay. Y'all have a blessed night. Good night, night everybody. Right. Thank you. Yep. Have a nice night. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. All right, folks, remember to do something for your career every single day and break a leg. Good night. Under the dark you pacify me Hold my breath Take me down, I won't fight Beat on my heart, you drum inside me Somewhere my death Makes the sound no one can find I never met anyone like you 
Like a sin when you're beside me 